This week on Face Off Hockey Show, the PWHL has interesting playoff rules for only four teams. Gary Bettman's not concerned with the attendance issue, and the time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the deadline. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hi, it's me. Welcome. It's another episode of Face Off Hockey Show, your favorite podcast to have on in the background and then forget you subscribe to it. And you're like, what is this garbage? And then we talk about Brian Boyle's penis. Johnny P's over there, too. How you doing? Uh, uh, it's rainy here. I've not, I've, I've forgotten about February rain, which is you, better than November. Like um, it's also sixty today. The fuck's yeah. that about? Yeah, yeah. What is? I'm playing golf on Sunday. <laughs> Fuck. Well, there it's you gonna go. Be March. Yeah, it's true. By that time, it will be March. We got leap day tomorrow. No one knows what the hell's going on. Leap day. Um, but we had we had an eventful week. A weekend, at least. Yes. Fucking Friday was a long day. Friday was long. Friday was a very long day. The picture of you in the box turned out quite well, though. It did. I'm going to use that as my uh, profile picture. Not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Turned out quite well. I'll use that for my voiceover um, voiceover profile picture. I mean, it was kind of tough, uh, considering I was running meetings, uh, making sure that all the hospital orders got out of the computer system and trying to take pictures of the team Maryland game within the same like three hour block. <laughs> but you know, neither here nor there. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> we went out to uh, Mama Roma's. Mm-hmm. Had my, some Italian. my first, my first time to Mama Roma's. Scotty's first time to Mama Roma's. Um, we picked up, uh, Paper plates. <laughs> the highlight of the weekend, really, to me, was uh, people showing up with random uh, plastic forks and yes. knives from uh, <laughs> from every part of from the every coach's that they could find. Every coach's room in Piney Orchard had just rando plastic knives and cutlery and cups and no plates. Though such a fantastic part of the weekend. Uh, and then Saturday night, the Canadians showed up. It's true. Murray's dog showed up Friday night, too. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was for a different reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like the, the Knuckleheads showed up on uh, on Saturday. There were smoked meats to be had. Smoked meats. Putin. Poutine. Yep. Cheese curds. The size of a baby's head, apparently. Yes. Very, <laughs> very big cheese curds. There you go. There's a impassioned speech. Yeah. Uh, during intermission after Hungry Hungry Hippos. It's almost all like in the, all, normal junior hockey stuff. It's like let's the, be honest. Like the fucking Rocky speech. <laughs> it was good. I, I appreciate it. He got fired me up. Yeah. 
You're going to take I was two, just taking pictures. Two more periods of pictures. Let's go, baby. Here we go. <laughs> so, yeah. I so got some I could not pictures. hear him in the arena where I was sit where well, I was standing. Hear. Apparently the sound system doesn't work that great unless you're like on the ice. Yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah. Or in the stands. Or in the stands, yeah. Sitting by the boards in standing room only. Uh not the best experience. So maybe nobody intended there to be that many people That's in true. the hockey rink at one time. That's true. They're just like, wow, we're selling out left, right, and center. Ah, Ooh. well. But yeah, good weekend all around. We uh, we became part of a meme, which is which was good. It was the one that they the pictures one. Oh that, sure, yeah, okay. yeah, no, I got yeah. They used I had a, used I had pictures for a meme. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all in all, very eventful, very eventful weekend. Yeah, indeed. To echo um, Johnny, Johnny's sentiment, it was fun. It was a good weekend. Although I will say this. To do to do the the what they did for Team Maryland at the end of the game, while people are already filing out, eh, maybe not the best. The well, best. when were they going to do it? That's true. <laughs> at eleven forty-five in, in the, the morning. morning, yeah, when people are just filing in, it's a very odd situation. But it was good. It was uh, good to see those guys. All. Yeah. And good to see them get a w- uh, victory in their last regular now, season. Now, will there game. be uh, will there be playoff games? Because uh, so. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't really followed the team Maryland as much. The guys seem great. So they they clinch, so they will be, they will be playing in the playoffs. The, the problem is they have three games left. Um, they are currently sitting in third place, one point behind second place, one point up on fourth place, and ten points clear of fifth place. Okay. First top five get in. Okay. And I think it's a... It's a two five three four matchup, and then or some some garbage like that. Um, or no, it's a four five matchup. I was like, hold on, how four, do they have three teams? Yeah, left? no, that's my fault. It's a four five matchup, and then then one four, blah 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 blah. So, um, yeah, it's one of those deals where they could they could be anywhere from in the playing game to second place by the end of the showcase this weekend. So that's so good. Yeah. All right. Well, they have two good goalies, and that helps in hockey, yes. from what I've heard. Yeah, Jake Jake Houston has been huge, son. Now joins us talking about our frantic weekend of Maryland hockey, Mark. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Stevenson is going to the UCHC title game, so okay, they're having a time. I didn't bet on them. Um, you should have. Yet. D D three hockey man, come on, D three mid Atlantic hockey. What is your problem? Yeah, should be jumping off the board at MGM. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Providence is screwing me tonight. Yeah, Jesus. <clears throat> I even gave them twelve and a half. Wow. For the first half, and they're losing Inches? by twenty-two. Uh. Jesus. <laughs> Good lord. And that's not even close. Fifteen. Who are yeah, they playing? Bad. Are they even playing? I'm not sure. Oh no, who are Am they? Am I playing? No. no. Who are they playing? Oh, Marquette. Uh oh. Why would you even bet that? Come on, yeah. man. Give terrible them 12 and a half points in the first half. Yeah, no, that's a terrible beat, especially against yeah. Marquette. Marquette's historically a good first half team, and they trickle down in the, in the second half, but they build up <laughs> such a big lead Shut up. in the first half. Especially on Wednesdays. <laughs> right, on a Wednesday, yeah. on a Wednesday yeah, uh, game. On a leap day. No yeah, exactly. Day before a leap day. Day before a leap day. Yeah. 
Marquette yeah. outscores their opponents on the day before a leap day when it's a Wednesday by at least 30 yeah. points, apparently. That's true, in the first half. And that's in because, the first half. That's because there's always a new class. So they don't know what happened four years prior, so they're just ready to go. Except now COVID, you got a, like a ninth-year senior. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Like, who like, also got hurt? Like that one dude in, uh, like that one dude in, uh, he's like twenty seven. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a family and a mortgage, and he's still playing like backup College tight end football. for backup tight end for the Miami Hurricanes. It's Is wild. that Scott Bakula? It could be. That'd be great. Yeah. If it was Sinbad will be there. Come on, Jason Bateman. Oh right. Oh, I can't, I can't have that audio on. No, what <laughs> audio is that? Uh oh. Do we not? Now I'm looking for the Adam Fox goal for we... the other one. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah, and then the no overtime. What'd you do this week? You do anything Maryland hockey related? Uh, no, pussy. No, I, no, I no. did not. I did not do anything Maryland, Maryland hockey related. Unless, uh, unless talking to Steve Torrey. That's close enough. Maryland hockey related. It does kind of count, count actually. Oh, I, I, I chat with Steve Torrey. I did get a I get a, a a DM from Mac. Saying, hey, you looking to play hockey? I'm like, man, I'm looking for a fucking paycheck. Shut up. I yeah, <laughs> I, I reached out to Mac, and I told him you were back in town, and I told him to reach out to you. So. Yeah. yeah I, I need Saying, a, hey, he's uh, in Aberdeen-ish. He's in Aberdeen-adjacent. <laughs> you should ask if he's paying you. I was going to say, you going to pay for tolls? Come on, man. You going to pay me to play? Pay to play, brother. I take a refereeing clinic. Be just as good as him. Yeah. <laughs> You could just keep the whistle on your hip and be just as good as him. <laughs> just show up in a striped shirt and then just oh, s- skate out. I have a striped shirt now. That's true, you do. Yeah, I got it today. It's fantastic. Oh, and I, I also got this. Uh, uh, starting off my Maryland Black Bears Pro Card Collection with the Wilmer Skoog. That's nice. Wilmer Skoog, Charlotte Checkers. Where did you get that? I got it on eBay. Someone was selling. Oh. So they gave out cards. Well, that's good. They, they gave out cards... Uh, to like the first thousand people that's in attendance. What, that's what eBay is good for. Oh yeah, um, and I was gonna buy. So I bought this one and I bought Patrick Giles. They had the full collector set for thirty five dollars. I'm just like fuck that. I'm gonna see if I can find singles, and I found those two singles. This one and then Patrick Giles here to uh, work on my Maryland hockey players who have hockey cards collection. So, okay. Uh, I got three more. I have the Titans card, but they're somewhere in in my storage. Uh-oh. We'll Probably should have just held on to this. Well, they're yeah, they're they're in my storage somewhere. I know they're they're in one of the five card boxes I have in storage. So there's that. Uh, but nothing nothing happening of note this weekend, Mister no. Mark. Nothing of note. Cool. Well, Mark's get... supposed to play golf as well. Oh, there you weekend. go. Sunday. Yeah. Golf. So next weekend, this coming weekend. Yeah, new March. Uh, we got a we got a foursome going on. Mm, hot. Yeah. Is it with the Danville Danville uh, Dairy Daddies? No, but it should be. <laughs> it's uh me and John and and two of our friends in the 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 golf what what is their our channel called? Golf, golf something nuts. or other. Golf Nuts. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So we're going to play a course in PG County. That's what Mark One of the ones so it's easier for Mark to get to, even though I feel yeah. like if we had gone to the other side of the Beltway, it'd probably be easier. But you know, neither here yeah. nor there. Yeah. <laughs> like if we would have done, what's the one over on, uh, like, uh, what's the one that starts with an S? Sligo or something like that. Yeah, there's a uh, Blue Mash is over in Olney. That would have been way closer <laughs> to you as yeah. well. Yeah. But you know, what are you gonna do? It's fine. <laughs> I, I need to get away. I gotta get okay. away. 
Ah, good work. So it'll be my uh, first round since I lost my shoes. Wow. I had to play. I, I feel like I told this. I had to have told the story on the show. Maybe. Where I played golf without shoes for like 12 holes. Yeah, but Mark was also wearing a pair of shoes that were like 24 years old. Yeah, they're from <laughs> high school when John was in high school, I think. Jesus. Yeah, and I got them from playing against sports. Mm. Yeah. They're like the original Nikes that ever first came out, I feel. Yeah. So uh <laughs> so the glue that held the soles on was was just like the horse died and then the glue was made and then at like 20 years later it was like I can't ha- I can't do it anymore. The horse and died the again. Glue, yeah, and then it died again. <laughs> it died and then it died again. <clears throat> Wonder. Yeah, but Mark bought another pair of shoes, so he's good. Hey, there it is. And I gave him a pair of shoes. Also. Yeah, I'm gonna have two pairs. I have a backup pair just in case. Nice. Just if, yeah, whatever. If you need it, you need it. All right. Um, let's get to some injuries, I suppose. Some injuries, I suppose. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruise. It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Uh, Jamie Drysdale's got an upper body injury. He's week to week. Aren't we all? Took a big uh, big shot to the... Looked like the head area. It looked like concussion area, but Flyers are saying upper body injury because why wouldn't they? This one's confusing to me. TJ Oshie, not the fact that he's injured. That seems to be happening very, you know, just like on an everyday basis. But they, they they rule it as an upper body injury that'll be week to week when it looked like he blew his whole groin out and not in a good way mm-hmm. on that non that non contact hit that he had against mm-hmm. him. So he's TJ Oshie has fallen apart very quickly. Yep. Talk about decline. Decline happening here. So well, look, he he actually had a good like two to three week stretch there where he was scoring like oh, he, yeah. he scored two goals a couple games. He was healthy and... for the. The first time in two years. Exactly. For two to three weeks. <laughs> <clears throat> him and him and uh, what's his nut? Ant Man were uh, tearing it up for a time. So and Oshi gets hurt again. Then he gets hurt. Hey, one more year of that seven point seven five million dollar contract if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. That's fine. If it's on long term injury all the time, it yeah. doesn't really matter. It's true. Just free money. It's free it's just free cash, man. It's free real estate. Uh, that was that. Hey, the PWHL has set up their playoff scenario. Mark, are you familiar with this? You hear about this? <laughs> are you betting on this? Mark, you betting did on you, the PWHL, did you, brother? Yeah, did, did you hear about this? Uh, did you hear about this? You see this? You do this? Uh, um, this is a headline. Wierenski to exploit Leaky Rangers defense on Wednesday night. Hello. Jesus. Wow. When did you get that checked out? Yeah, exactly. Come on now. Uh, let me see what the P. So the PWHL. Is a uh, is the is the the women's hockey league the professional yeah. women's hockey league, and uh, they announced their playoff scenario. Four teams will get into the playoffs, uh, and then the number one seed will get to pick who they want to play. Nice. As long as it's the three and four seed. Interesting. So they get to pick either they want the three seed or the four seed, and why on earth would you ever pick something other than the four seed? Yeah. So there's going to be a, a four or five for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let me see. In- innovative format for the playoffs. No, the SPHL did it in 2018. 
Yeah, first off, they let you pick anybody you wanted. That's true, and the only they didn't team put a disclaimer. On the, it. the only team that did was the third seed picking the fifth seed, and then they lost in that series. Um, so top four regular season teams, first place winner awarded the opportunity to select the semifinal opponent, and then the drafting situation. The drafting situation now has the gold plan, which will assign the first pick in the 2024 PWHL draft, which will be seven rounds. It's 42 picks total. So the first pick to the PWHL for non-playoff teams that accrues the most points following its elimination from playoff contention, assuring the team's remain, uh, remaining games will be competitive and meaningful. That's amazing, actually. So this was adapted by Adam Gold uh, in the late 2000s. Like, that's fucking not that far away from it, guys. Don't make it sound like it's archaic. So once a team's been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, it begins ordering, uh, earning draft order points in all subsequent games, including all regular season games that begin following a team's elimination, using the league's standard point system that awards three points for a regulation win, two for an overtime shootout win, one for an overtime shootout loss, zero for regulation loss. Teams with the most draft order points at the conclusion of the regular season will earn the first selection in each round of the draft, the non-playoff team with the fewest draft order points will select second. Again, this would be more intriguing if we didn't have a fucking six-team league. Well, it's also pretty interesting because it still, still kind of, uh, it still kind of says like the worst team is going to get the first pick, right? Because, nope. I mean, if if you, well, yeah, because if you get eliminated in March. And you have 14 games remaining. You got way more chances to accrue points than the team that gets eliminated on the like <clears throat> second to last weekend. Right, but you have to accrue the points though. Right. So you're just gonna. I mean, you can't lose all the rest of your games, but you have a bigger chance of out of 14 <clears throat> games, you have a bigger chance of of getting more points than the team that got eliminated there yeah. with four games left in the season or something like like. But that, that team that could, that's fighting to get into playoffs and just misses it on like the last weekend is kind of fucked in that situation. Yeah, they're fucked either way. I mean, they would pick second. You're right, they would pick second anyway. But what are the standings right now? How is this gold plan going to work? Um, so currently it's a tight battle. I mean, Ottawa's in last place with 13 points. Uh, New York has 16 points. Boston has 18 points. Toronto, 21. Minnesota, 22. Montreal, 24. With a three-point... What's your jigger? That swings pretty well, uh, so we'll see how that goes. I that's in, it's interesting, but I think a six-team league, not the best. Uh, I feel like test. with the six teams, <clears throat> with only six teams, the fourth, the fifth, and sixth teams should play one game to get the first overall pick. Yeah, no, absolutely. Winner gets first first overall pick. I I agree. That's perfect. Why wouldn't you do that? And that's why that's why the losers tournament of of the the worst six teams get to play for the first overall pick in a tournament. First, yes. first the two worst teams get a buy, and then you go from there. Stop this lottery horse shit. No one likes it. No one wins the lottery. I've been playing for years. You uh, have to play to win, though. You got to be in it to win it. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Mark knows that with gambling. You got to be it's in true. these games to win it. That's yeah. what and that's what Sean Leahy doesn't understand. You don't understand the idea that you got to be in it to win it. I will say you guys were blowing up the group chat at like 7.15 this morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, just because Sean and I are up early with the kids. I was definitely not awake when my phone was buzzing off the uh, 
Side table. And my watch is buzzing as well, just for shits and giggles. Buzzing frog? Yes. Salty dog shrimp. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, apparently there's a attendance problem in Winnipeg. Mm, I saw that. Uh, Mark Chipman doesn't seem confident that the club's dwindling attendance figures bode well for the future. The ticket base has fallen from 13,000 to 9,500 in the last three years. Now, if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone, that is a lot. Uh, 3,500, I do believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's... Uh, he is. Uh, he's saying, "Hey, come on! This doesn't. We got to get. Come on, get into it. What are we doing? Stop it! Get to the rink. Buy the tickets." Um, though he did dismiss the notion he's going to sell or relocate the team back to Atlanta. Gary Bettman's not concerned at all. He's like, "It's a strong market. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it doesn't matter because the teams go through ups and downs. I believe the season ticket base and attendance will evolve back to where it was." Though I do again seem funny. If they do go back to Atlanta, that would be kind of hilarious. He's like, we tried. Tried it here. You guys suck. This winter sucks. Uh, never, never again. We're going back to Atlanta for a third time. And yeah. Then we'll see you for a third time here when That'd Houston fails. Then they're called the Atlanta Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Change their colors to uh, Southwest colors. Southeast. Well, they change it to Southwest colors. Oh, I mean, what isn't Atlanta a hub for Southwest? Southwest Airlines, oh, I think is what okay. he was saying. All right. I thought he meant like more Phoenix Coyotes colors. Mm, no. No. Southwest Airlines colors. Mm. Bring back the colors of the Scouts. There we go. I was looking They're on kind of the same. I was looking on it actually really close. I think the only pro the, the yellow slash gold is a little different, but why not? Why not, Pop? It's funny. I was I was looking at the Vietnam um, Instagram page, uh -huh. which uh, they were asking, "Hey, what did the uh, what did the Kansas City Scouts owners do with all that money?" Uh, and the one of the options was they pocketed and left town. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. junior hockey, probably not not above that. Probably not, not above. that far. No, mm. not that far off. Though they did have sweet looking jerseys, um, and they never played a game in them. Uh. Womp womp. <clears throat> um, it's based in Dallas. How about that? Did not know that. ATL Shawnee. Um, what else we got here? Valerie Nishushkin cleared uh, from an assistance program, so shout out to him. That's good. Back on the ice. Good to go. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes are terminating Adam Rzitska's contract after a video <laughs> appeared of him in front of a whole plate of cocaine. Just one? Just just one whole plate of cocaine. Just one whole plate. Um, wow. So the Coyotes really having an issue. I mean, uh, first it was, um, oh, what was his name from earlier this season? I can't find it. The hell with it. Who? Uh, I don't know. But they've had an issue with people who don't want to play in Arizona and apparently post videos of themselves doing <laughs> dumb shit. Or yelling at cops so that they can get out of their contracts. Yes, exactly. Um, they're just like, nah, I'm gonna do this instead. I don't want. I'm, I'm gonna sign here and then yell at cops because I realize this is a this is dog shit. Yeah, that was the first one, right? Yeah, I can't remember who the fuck that what his name was. I don't remember either. Mm. 
Some Russian guy. Uh, Sveshnikov. Mm, Namasnikov. Yep. Mm. Are you just naming Russians? You just putting off at the end of names? Yes. Okay. Dodov. Uh, Not give a shit There it is. Now his dad was. Oh, Galchenyuk. There it is. Yuck. Yeah. We forgot the yuck. Galchenyov. Nope, close. <laughs> close. He forgot yuck. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, so that happened. Lindy Ruff is uh, got an interesting ploy um, to why the power play for the Devils hasn't been working, and that's the media. Oh, uh, mm. okay. of course. Got it. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Fake okay. news. Yep, because the uh, beat writer, the beat writer isn't uh, quarterbacking the power play. That's the reason mm-hmm. why. Um, Lindy Ruff said, "You guys are creating excess pressure." Us as a staff, we go through that power play. We change things up. We meet with individual groups uh, tonight versus usually you meet all 10, 11 of your power play guys. We'll go through the whole thing. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's you guys. You guys are doing it. Why aren't you doing it? Uh, Devil's now at sixth in the Metro Division uh, as they have fallen fallen Oof. greatly. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of that probably has to do with their goaltending not being great either. When your power they play trade for a goalie. Yeah. Wait, do they have? Was, are one of the press guys playing in goal too? I thought you were going to get traded there. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm in the media technically. Technically. You can play in goal for Don't him. Go you already in have there. the pad colors too. That's true. Yeah. Just need maybe a different helmet. I don't know. Nah. 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 It's improved though. They they are now fourth because the Metro Division is so tight together. Do you think that helmet could withstand a? Hundred mile an hour slap shot, dude. I don't, I'm surprised it's it sustained seventy miles an hour, man. <laughs> like fuck. That, that too... helmet might be the best purchase I've ever made on eBay. That is the be- most beautiful helmet there is. It is a it's, it's a so fantastic good. helmet, and I love how it's it's effectively like a a motorcycle helmet too. The way that the like cage flips up, mm-hmm. uh, so it's like you have your helm base helmet, and then the cage like pops down. So yeah, oh. so good. Hold on a minute. It was so nice. Hold on a minute. Such a good Jofa helmet for you to be rocking. Well, they the, have they the have it on they have bubble. it on eBay. Yeah, uh, that's where I bought it from in the first place. Well, you, there's another one we can get. This one's all black everything. Ooh, Ooh. got that. Let's see. It's wow. basically a Jofa helmet with a, a goalie front cage on it. That's aggressive. Yeah. Wow, that's even worse than the one I originally got, Mark. Yeah, two fifty. I definitely did not spend that much on yours. No. I'm not gonna lie, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, so it's 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 the full Yofa goalie experience, which is just basically a Yofa helmet with just this ad lib goalie cage. <laughs> but Mark's they... was at least a actual like goalie that one, helmet. So the three ninety, the one in the middle, the white one is more similar to the one that I. Have. Yeah. No, so... no, no. Up, up, and to the left. Yeah, that one. All right, easy there, Zverder. Yeah, this one here. But I want to show you this one. I want to show you this one. And this this could be this could be the piece of work. Show up, you coward. What are we doing? There we go. Mighty That's Ducks solid. combo. Please tell me it's for sale. Please tell me this hasn't sold yet. That is it, sh- it should have sold. Ah, it sold. Cowards. $155. $155 with the paint. With job. the paint job on it and the teal helmet base. Oof. Uh, oh, that's that is a great. Oh boy, that's beautiful. That is gorgeous. 
Now that is a goalie mask. Exactly. That's what they should have worn D2. Not the other crap. Exactly. Hi, Lyle. Hey. As you, as you look Welcome at this. Welcome to Goalie Corner. Yeah, as you yes. look at this marvel, marvel of modern science. I, I did. I did watch like a ten-minute video of how they painted uh, Elvis Merzlikens. Yeah, helmet. Mm, I saw that, that was too. awesome, dude. Yeah. I I am. Did such... you see that one too? Yeah, I, I saw that one. Lyle's seen it too. Yes, um, it was on YouTube, man. It was. Awesome. I am, I am such a shaky hand bastard. I'm just like God. I can't do this. I'd be ruined in this. <laughs> hey guys, I I'm Scotty Waz. I'll be your mask designer, but you can only get a Mike Liu tribute mask. Right. <laughs> That is all you're getting. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you'd put the numbers backward on the back of the helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit, I got to start over Damn again. it. No, you're number 13 now. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, giving just, you the, just peeling the tape off. I am <laughs> giving you the Bernie Perrant 1974 mask. No, no, it's just two flyers decals on the side <laughs> of a plain white mask. And that's what you're getting from me. Yeah, <laughs> how dare you question my artistic value? You're gonna get the Chris. You're gonna get the Rick D. Pietro after he got punched in the face special. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a Cooper helmet with the, some kind of rusty cage on it. You're getting the Tommy Soderstrom, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> it's Mark's helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy, it's more the Tommy Salo, right? Yeah, the Yofa. No, Yofa. To, no, no, Tommy Soderstrom. The Soderstrom was the Soderstrom, the Soderstrom bubble. bubble. Yeah. That's right. Yes. This sucker here. There it is. Oh, yeah. And that, that, God, is, that cage is amazing. That, that is, is a giant fucking cage. That it's cage like, could it, catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> the cage is bigger than the helmet. I love the throat guard that is blocking <laughs> his nipples. Yeah, at that point, why do you need a throat guard? It's like you basically... That mask covers the first three rows. Exactly. Yeah, you could go to space with like, that thing. It, it, it's like he had a helmet, and he knew he had to get a mask, and he saw a wicker garbage basket in the corner and said, that'll do. <laughs> Mark, I'm with you, though. What's the need for the throat protector yeah, I don't know. at that point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, that, like, it's, it's redundant, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's to protect his sternum in some way. Oh, oh there it is. Just protected yeah. at that point. <laughs> there it is. The other part is that the fact that it's curved as if you're using it with a normal That's true. helmet. It's not even against the cage. So it's not nowhere near not only his throat, but the cage. But <laughs> I would I would actually wonder how many pucks got stuck in between the uh <laughs> chest the throat protector and his cage. Just got stuck like right there. Well, let, let's take take a minute to appreciate this setup in the Islanders garb and that wonderful fisherman jersey. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And then, as always, no. First off, signed. So beautiful. And then, no tape nice. on the blade of the stick. Oh, Amazing. the man was in a class. Yeah, and that's a flat. That's a flat blade right there. That is. Of course, it that is. That is. No, no fancy. He's not. Stick he's not him. playing the fucking puck. He can't move around to see it. Goddamn right. Yeah. See, right. Look, you he may was wearing laugh. a fishbowl. You may laugh about his fishbowl wire, you know, wicker basket mask, but he had perfect vision all the way around. Yeah, all the way around. There was like, and that's why I could never. I tried the actual helmets, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it because the peripheral vision was so much worse. Mm. I couldn't see around. It's it's interesting because Casimir Cascasulo, who is a AHL goaltender, uh, did a thing about why he wears like a two piece kind of mask, like the mage that Tim Thomas had, and it's because that's Mm -hmm. what you said. The vision of the one piece mask doesn't give you any periphery. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's all well, fine and good. Everything's right in front of you. But if you're, and that's the thing, if you got guys going around trying to trying to to go around behind you, go around behind the net, you know, you, you're going to need that peripheral vision. Well, with everyone trying to do the Michigan these days, absolutely. well, especially with that, yeah. But especially. you know, when they're trying to do the old round the net wrap around or the Michigan or the whatever, you know, yeah. See, all of these form-fitting helmets have now allowed too many goals to go in above goalie's shoulders. They should really come back with that cage that covers the, the, upper, the upper half of the goal. Yeah. I mean, that thing right there. You, would, you wouldn't see Jack Hughes shooting that puck off the back of the goalie's head and in the net anymore if he was wearing a cage that covered a fourth of the goal. That's true. I mean, you can't even get the puck in there. No. Mind you, I can tell you guys, speaking from experience, having grown up in the 70s and played with those face-fitting masks with the little eye holes, even today's masks are, are a damn sight better than those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A damn sight. Oh, my God. I'm actually I, – I won't be – I wouldn't be surprised if they have some sort of, you know, visor-esque – goalie masks soon well they did they uh, andy moog tried the bubble the full bubble back in the mm. 88 olympics i think it was in calgary okay uh he played with it for like two games and then the double ihf is like hold on a minute this seems <laughs> this seems like it's gonna get fucked up and really hurt our insurance well you know that was back when plexiglass or whatever you are gonna use these days couldn't really withstand that i i guarantee you that there's some sort of bullet bulletproof glass that's cheap enough that they could put it on a goalie helmet. I want them to allow the goalies to have like sunglasses so you can't see the goalie's eyes and what's he what he's looking at. Give the oh, goalie some advantage here. So oh, kind of like the Ove the old Ovechkin. Right. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. I actually think at this point of Ovechkin's career he should be grandfathered into being able to use that visor again. Yeah. Let him use it. Nobody will give him any flack in now. A in a mirrored uh, mirrored visor. So here is uh, Army Club goaltender. I think it's Army Club. Um, but wearing the bubble visor. Oh, okay. With the mask on it. With the mouth guard in and the, uh, the good old lacrosse fucking dangler. Yeah. So it has happened. Now I'm looking for Andy, mm. Andy Moog wearing it in the Olympics. Andy Moog uh, Olympics. I did do so here. There we Is there go. a picture there? Top, uh, top right here. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, little mask, masky mask there. He didn't even wear a neck protector either. Nah, I said fuck this. Rules did not allow him to use a pro cat eye cage mask back yeah. in the day. So he could not use uh, this sucker. Really? Which yeah. we're used to nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Because wow. it probably wasn't double IHF approved at that time. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I got. I, I yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I also want to appreciate Eric Fischer's setup with the New York Islanders during the kind of fish stick era, even though they changed the logo. Nice mm -hmm. little neon or the the navy and the purple and all the accents there. Nice color scheme. He's got, seriously, yeah. he's got a nice color scheme. Well, I like. I, I always like this color scheme for the Islanders. And mm, so did I, actually. I mean, <laughs> of all the, the like, you know, the, the, some of the weird ass stuff they tried to do, but that the, that one, that one I like. Yeah, yeah. The the wavy the wavy stuff was fine. Apparently, yeah. apparently they were supposed to um, have the um, the their reverse retro for the first year wasn't supposed to be navy blue. It was supposed to be orange. Okay. Like the regular orange with the Islanders low. Basically, their jersey right now, but orange. Okay. And I don't know why it didn't go through. Lou Lamarillo hates fun, is all I'm assuming. So, well, as always. Yeah. 
So you join Lamarillo team, you're joining the No Fun League. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I do have a greater appreciation for color schemes back in the 80s and early 90s, knowing that there had to be someone who sewed the leather together for all the different colors that oh, they yeah. did, as opposed to just like mm. screening it on top of the pads like they do now. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of work went into that back then. Oh yeah, so oh, much yeah. work. And then they yep. they probably stuffed it. They they like made the pads right. They, they made oh, yeah. it and then they stuffed it and then yep. they sewed it all together mm. themselves. To make those pads. Oh, yeah. Which is why when, when guys got traded, they were like, fuck that. I'm not. It's going to yeah. take like a, six months for me to get new pads. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing the pads. Exactly. Well, it's I like. You mean Tim it, Thomas? It, oh, but it, those, yeah. Well, oh, it, those old pads, man. Those ones that stuff with the horse hair. Oh, they when they got wet over the course of a season. Oh, Jesus. They would find the start of the start of the game. But then the moisture would sink in on them by the third period. Oh fuck! It was like having a pair of friggin' cement pillars strapped strapped to your legs. Like they were heavy. And God help you if it went into overtime because they. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good luck at twelve years old with your soggy wet pants, soggy wet pads going into overtime now, trying to throw in a kick save with yeah. those things on your legs. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, the best the best part about it is it gave like those trades and and uh the how quickly it happens. It gives you great pictures like these when Chris Osgood <laughs> was wearing playing for the Islanders. Yes. Almost like they're just like, hey, we don't have a, a, a like an adult league. We didn't have our goalie show up, so here, throw in another jersey, and away you go. So hey, look, it's my uh, that's the um, yeah, you, starting lineup I'm guy. All my I Red Wing stuff, including my us. Red Wings pants. Fuck but you. That one's Artica. Yeah, right. They couldn't even give him a pair of Islanders pants. Pants, yeah. <laughs> yep. All all friggin' all friggin' Red Wings gear, except yep. for the except for the jersey. Except for yeah. the jersey. Like you said, it definitely has a rec league vibe to it, doesn't it? And uh and it's all, it's like also the Eddie Belfour when he went to the Sharks too, just all uh, all Blackhawk stuff and then just a big teal uniform. <laughs> <laughs> well that's I mean, we mentioned it on the show earlier, the Jack Campbell story about when he got traded, they like had it they took they took his pads over the course of like a three day period mm-hmm. and completely rescreened them and had them ready for him when he got to Toronto. Oh yeah. Which oh, yeah. is insane. Well, I mean, how, how easy it is to skip, put pad skins on now and then just put everything. And even in the mask, you can put, put just a <laughs> there ve- velcro sticker on there. there. So yeah, is. there you go. There's the Eddie <laughs> Belfort, even with his Blackhawks pants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, could Apparently, not... pants were a really big deal back in that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, Scotty, I mean, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, but were the pants built, were the shells built into the pants back then for goalies? Or, like, I could get it if he's like, look, these are the pants that I wear. Right. You traded for me. I'm a good goalie. These are the pants I like. Yeah. Or was the shell like. They did. I don't think they had goalie size shells at this point. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, you would think that they would have a shell, but I don't think you have a shell big enough to get over all the padding and goaltender pads. So you're just kind of SOL until you actually buy a new pair and have to break them in. So right. I mean, that that was definitely a harder aspect of it. But you would think they would just give them like teal tape or something and tape it down the side. But that was also when you actually had to break in equipment, though. That's true yeah. too. Everything yeah. didn't come yep. pre broken in. Like <laughs> holy crap! Your like SUV. A- yeah, new exactly. equipment right now, you just like put on and you're like, oh, yeah. all right, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Like gloves, like you don't even have to break gloves in anymore. I no. remember taking back in 2005 when I got a brand new glove when I started. I was, it was my first year at my real job when I bought a brand new glove and I took it and I was sitting there in my office with a softball and like a, 
<laughs> I was sitting there like, yeah. And people were like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm, I just got a brand new glove, a golden like, yeah. I was the brand new guy at work, and I just brought my glove to work while I was <laughs> doing my job. And they're like, "What the? What are you doing? Like, you yeah. fucking weirdo." Though, though, there are some goaltenders these days who don't like. I've seen a couple in the NA who just don't change their pants at all. Like one of one of the Maryland's goaltenders don't use black bear pants. Yeah, so, he just has black pants. Just has black, straight black pants, which is fine. I mean, it's not like it's navy blue or bright red. Although, yeah, it'd be great if he had oh, red pants. I would love that. Change that all the whole thing. It'd be fantastic. I never wore socks, but then you know, yeah, goalies. That's... There are many goalies that don't like Braden Holtman. I don't. I don't think ever wore wore socks. There's one now that uh, I don't think Ryan Miller ever wore socks. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that something... was kind of a Bobby Orr thing for skaters too. Yeah. I, I tried that for a, for a season in my rec league. Actually, I didn't mind it. It was, you know, once you got used to just used to the, oh, I, okay, I don't have socks on. But once you got used, because the skates were comfortable, it helps that the skates were comfortable. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but it was just like, oh, no, I didn't mind. But what stopped me doing it was uh, I was starting to get like bad athletes foot from, from doing oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'm so sure. So I had socks yeah. on, on in my skates. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, like the socks up to the thighs like, oh okay. like actual hockey socks right 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 oh right. okay but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just wore under armor underneath my pads <laughs> mark had like no show socks in the <laughs> no i had socks on on my skates <laughs> i just didn't have the socks. i misunderstood you yeah yeah no i did the the low lip socks that didn't yeah. come out of the skate it was yeah, the trend it. back then yeah, yeah that's all it was i had trend, so. he had a, he had to cut off the pom-poms on him though before he went out to skate though <laughs> yeah so. yeah that's right because they wouldn't have fit in the skate no absolutely not and he yeah. had lights on the back of his skates too. Every time yeah. he took a stride, they lit up. You know? Oh God! If we can get <laughs> if we can get awesome, LA actually. gear if we can get LA gear lights on skates, oh I'd go back on the ice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. I am there. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> My well, kids would be there too. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, one guy who doesn't have to worry about changing his gear, Ma Flurry, zero movement on him. The Wild are not going to move him out of town for the deadline. So there's one goalie off the market. He doesn't oh, want man. to be moved either. He made so that very clear. So it works clear. out perfect for everybody. Yep. Uh, another goalie who is off the market for now is UC Soros. Predators said they aren't going to trade him uh, unless uh, they're out of the playoffs, and right now they're kind of in the thick of it. Um, they six points up now. Yeah. yeah. They they they're like what they've won six in a row. I think yeah. now. And that would be a harder pad situation because he's got those bright ass yellow pads. Oh yeah. So that would be that would be rough if he went to like I don't know Edmonton. Um, but Lyle, who's like, is Mark the only goalie available now at the trade deadline? Yes. Okay. Mark pretty much. Yeah. Jesus. He's, he's just waiting, waiting at home for that call. We're, wait, we're waiting for freaking <laughs> for freaking, uh, Anthony uh, to come out of retirement and then yeah, be the only guy drafted goalie. Well, I mean, and I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's not like there aren't goalies that people want. I mean, you know, Jacob Markstrom is, you know, a guy that a lot of teams want. Well, one team wants really wants, and that's the New Jersey devils, but they just, they can't afford him. They can't afford him. They can't afford him. And he's got it to alcohol. <laughs> Sorry guys. I got to take this. All right, go take okay. it. Oh, there's, Wait, you... oh, here we go. Mark's... Mark's uh, yeah. The devils Hi. are calling. Uh, Hmm. I'm gonna have to think about that. Okay, sorry. That was the Devils, wasn't it? That was Tom. Sorry, Fitzgerald. did I leave my mic on? For that, that was his. That was his. That was his agent. That was Tom Fitzgerald begging, <laughs> wasn't it? Please. <laughs> no, I was actually. I was just calling Mark. 
He's like, hey, you, you want to? You, what, what do you want to drink when we're golfing this weekend? <laughs> I'll bet Johnny, you're ruining it for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, you know, there there really isn't a lot out there in the goalie market available. Never really be- is, though. Well, the Saros thing, honest to God, that a lot of that has just been pundits just going, you know, it would be a good goalie to go go to a team. It would be mm. Saros because they got Askarov down on the firm and, you know, maybe they'll the want to trade him. screwing it up again. Mm, yeah. Now, rough, to, be, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Barry Trotz did say that Devils GM Tom Fitzgerald <laughs> a couple weeks ago did call him to ask about Saros. And that's pretty much as far as it got. Um, you know, Trotz is like, okay, you want this guy? Sure. And he set a ridiculously high asking price. And it's like, if you meet that, he's yours. And they're just like, no. How because, badly do you need a goalie? Well, how badly do you need a goalie that you that you would give up, if you're the Devils, that you would give up a first-round pick, top prospect Seamus Casey, mm. and, Seamus. Either, and either Dawson Mercer or Alexander Holtz. Mm-hmm. You got to be pretty fucking desperate if you're willing to give up those three. And Fitzgerald is not that desperate. Yeah. So, you know. So got to deal with it. Yep. I mean, he could go with the Caps playoff method of just being like, "Fuck it, we got a goalie." Yeah. God yeah. Damn it. Speaking of which, okay. why is Darcy Kemper not available? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mark, I mean, it's seriously, a great Charlie Lindgren has been the that is true. goalie this year. If Darcy Kemper wants to go to a team that. I mean, teams probably just don't want to, just don't want him. <laughs> that could be. It hasn't been great, or and... may, or maybe, or maybe he's the words out that he is not available. Maybe it's yeah, which maybe... is crazy. No, no, not really. I mean, Why? you can say say what you will about Charlie Lindgren, but it's one good year. I mean, it's a small sample size for him. If you want to make him as your starting goaltender going forward, it's a small sample size, dude. Seriously. He's well, been a I clear get it, but the Caps are clearly going to be rebuilding after Ovechkin retires, whether he gets the the record or not. So keeping somebody like Darcy Kemper for the rest of his two or three or four <laughs> years left on his contract or whatever I think is, that's the reason why no, he's not into the discussion. Exactly. That's, he's got, that's what I was, he's three, expensive, and he is term, yeah. and nobody wants – And if he's he, got he was no trade well list. this year, yeah. it would be a different story, story yeah. probably. Yeah. Yep. And he's got 15 team no trade until June. Then he's got oh, 10 God. team no trade. And how old is he? 33. 85. He's going to be 30. He's going to be no trade clause too. Yeah, God, 34. Freaking contract. 34 on the Cinco de Mayo. And God, I said when they freaking signed him, that was a terrible. Yeah, deal. no, I think and we I all didn't even did. Realize that there was a no trade involved. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But at least it goes down by five teams on June 1st. Got that going Great. for us. Send him down. <laughs> While we're at it, yeah. But you want to know, hey. But you want to know, hey. Uh, hey you want to know a team that is that is getting some calls for about their goalies, and that's the the, the, Pits, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm. The Penguins, according to, to Elliot Friedman, there 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 are some teams that are calling them because, uh, well, they got a bunch of goalies. Now one of them is really good, and that's Tristan Jerry, and he's not going anywhere. But uh, they've got Najelkovic, and they've got a promising young guy down on their farm. Uh, whose name eludes me for the moment? Help me out, Scotty. <laughs> you're up. You're up on all things. Uh, oh yeah, hold on. Uh, hold on a second. Farm team there, aren't you? Oh, not the Penguins. You fucking kidding me? I despise them. <laughs> hold on, real quick. I will yeah. get to it here. Nadelkovich jar. We mentioned that. Scroll, you piece of fuck. 
Um, Taylor Gautier, Magnus Helberg, and Joe Blomqvist are their goalies. There it is. That's the one. All right. Blom- Blomqvist. Yeah, Gautier was just somebody we used to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Helberg just has a cool last name. And he just keeps welcome, getting— Welcome to Helberg. And he also keeps getting dismissed all the time, right, when he gets cool new pads. Yeah, exactly. It's waved and— but anyway, so there's that. But, you know, honestly, the goalie market, yeah, apart from Markstrom, and even Markstrom is, is like you said, he's the, – the Flames that came to him, I guess they asked us, would you be willing to go to New Jersey? He's just like, yeah, put a deal together and come talk to me, and I'll let you know. Yeah. So kind of like, yeah, because he's got a full no move. So it's really not a good market for goalies if you need one. Nope, not at all, and, and – uh course our buddy greg has his top 50 draft board or Here trade board shall we go through them one by one are they in tears let's do it if not, I'm out. <laughs> unfortunately i think he i think the uh, tears are gone now Aww. oh i know i know i'm as pissed as you guys uh, Tears for fears uh, exactly uh number one jake gensel obviously people yeah. trying trying to go after him um uh, you know, it is what it is. Can I? Sh- before Sean we Leahy told this. us that we, he wasn't getting traded, though. That's true. So, so put all the money. Real in quick, yeah. is Jake Gensel a product of Sidney Crosby, or is Jake, no. Jake Gensel legit on his own? He's legit. Legit. Okay. He's yeah. got a large enough body of work. Oh yeah. yeah. When when Crosby when Crosby's been sidelined, and there have been times, of course, where he has like Gensel was just fine on his own. Yep. Okay. So yeah, for sure. Um, good question though, Mark. I mean, obviously yes, that, has, no, actually, that has to come up every time you talk well, about. Well, it will. People, yeah. yeah will, people will who aren't familiar what, with the Penguins or you know just with Sidney Crosby and not much else would would ask that yeah. that question. It would be legit. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, number two, Noah Hannafin. Hannafin. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Hannafin's th- the best defenseman in the, in the market. He, he's actually, I I think I would put him number one on my list over Gensel. Yeah. Uh, well, realistically, I think too. I think yeah. you have to figure that out. Jacob Markstrom, who we alluded to, yes. number three, number mm. four, Pavel Butchnevich, who has I'd drop him down a little bit, but yeah, yeah. He's got another year yeah, in his I don't deal think too. He's a certainty to go, but you know, you make the right offer. Yep. Uh, how bad is the how bad is the um, the trade market going to be at the deadline when Pavel Butchnevich is the fourth person on the list? Oh, <laughs> well, it's going to get better. Don't worry. I'm, uh... <laughs> Uh, he's, hey, he's not bad, but he's he's not. He's not he's bad, not, but he's, he's also not, not like a name that saying. everybody. None feels of like right. guys, shit. None of these guys, with the exception of Gensel, no. are really <laughs> names. Yeah. Right. Uh, UC Soros, number five on his list. Uh, Chris Tanev, number six. Uh, Adam Adam Henrique, number seven. Which the only reason why he's that high on the list is that goes to show just how thin the trade market oh, yeah. is for centers. Yep. Yep. Uh, Frankie. No offense, no offense to Adam Henrique. He's a fine third third line center, two way center. Can play wing for mm. you. So he's got that versatility, decent hands, but he's, he shouldn't be in the top ten of in no. a normal trade deadline period. Uh, Frankie Vitrano, number eight. Sean Walker, number nine. Vlad Tarasenko, number ten, on the mm. list. Trevor Zegras, number eleven. Mm, too high. Yeah. Uh, M. A. Flurry, but that should be. Scratching the record now. He gone. He's in that tumbling down. Now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob Chikrin, which we heard tumbling down. Tumbling down. Yeah. Scott Laughlin from Philly. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he's he's got a lot. Of, he's got a decent amount of term. He's got two more years of term left as well. Yeah. That that's uh, one reason why teams are interested in him. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Everly, 
Mm. Wolf at 15. <laughs> Alexander Carrier uh, from Nashville, number 16. Ant-Man, number 17. Anthony Mantha. Uh, Jason Zucker, number 18. Riley, wow. S- Riley mm-hmm. Smith, number 19. And David Savard, number 20. Savard seems a little high on that list. I'm not saying he wouldn't, you know, I'd, I'd have him down maybe in the yeah. lower 20s. Yeah. <clears throat> So we're gonna have eight full hours of yep postulating. So, yeah, this the, is awful. Uh, I'm not going to uh, watch for the four countries, yep. uh, the four nation teams, right? Yeah, that's like the said, just gonna fucking talk about four nations. It's the it's the 2023 it's the 2024 trade deadline and four nations cup preview shows. Yes, uh, well, but 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 on the on the plus side, guys. I mean, no plus all these names could still be there. When trade deadline dawns. I mean, the last few years, it's been like all the notable names are gone and we're just left with the dregs and Darren Dreger. Yep. Dreger and the dregs. There you go. So we're just left with, we're left with that. And, and, and now like, because of a lot of different factors, I mean, limited cap space and really not, you know, not a lot of, of big name talent. Uh, yeah, a lot of those guys could still be available when we get wake up on the morning of deadline day, which could actually make it a little exciting for the final 90 minutes. So we've got 30 more names. Uh, Nick, oh, sorry. <laughs> Nick Dowd at 21, Kevin Hayes at 22, <laughs> Capo Kakinen at 23, Alex Wenberg at 24, Anthony oh, Duclair at 25, which I think would be All a right. solid pickup. Yeah, for well, him. put him a little bit higher, but yeah. 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 Uh, my name's not fucking Warren Fogle. Uh, Empire Records drop. Thomas Tartar Sauce, uh, Matthew Dumba, Ilya Labushkin. It's crazy. And Jake that Allen. Tom, Thomas Tatar is on this list still. Uh, yeah. yeah, the tuna man. Yeah, big tuna. Uh, he was he, he was also traded uh, in uh, in December. So if he gets mm-hmm, traded yes. twice in a three month span, that's 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 a record. That's Mike Sillinger territory. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Start calling him suitcase. How do you say suitcase in Slovakia? Suitcase in Slovakian. Suitcase. 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 31, Michael Granlin. 32, Nick Sealers. 33, Eric Johnson. 34, Alex Nedeljkovic. 35, Brendan Duhame. Uh, 36, Sam Carrick. 37, Tyler Johnson. 38, Tyson Berry. 39, Max Pacioretty. 40. There we go. There we are. They got it. 40, Pat Maroon. 41, Joel Edmondson. He's still in the league? Yes. Uh, 42, Justin Schultz. 43, Elvis Merzlikings. 44, hey, Tony D'Angelo. 45, Kasperi Kapanen. 46, Alexander Barbano. 47, Andrew Peake. 48, Jack Roslovich. 49, Dominic Kubalik. And number 50, Mike Hoffman. Mike Hoffman? Oh, yeah, Mike Hoffman. Yep. So there's a there are a whole bunch of names in that bottom twenty five that once upon a time were good and would have been in the top twenty five and mm-hmm. now you just like it's all sharks and blue jackets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just trading for Mike Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. That, that 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 that's why I only do Underwood. That's why I only do a top wrong. twenty list and have like that's a wrong Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I only do like a top 20 list and then maybe do like eight honorable uh, mentions just because the rest of it is just really not worth doing up. an individual Lyle, slides over. No, really not. Lyle, listen, here's the They're thing. They're going to be like, hold on, Scott, go ahead. Yeah. This, this is the thing, Lyle. You got to think outside the bun. <laughs> oh, never mind. Listen, John, go you ahead. Gotta, you got to go top 125. All right. 
You gotta have a a top. If you want to make this slideshow worth money, it worth worth anything. You want that ad revenue. You want those clicks over and over again. One twenty five slideshow, baby. What do we work? Yeah, and every fifth slide, you gotta put Taylor Swift or somebody. Exactly. In there. <laughs> it's it's your slideshow era, Lyle. Come on yeah, now. It has been for the last decade. All right, go ahead, John. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that there's gonna be like thirty seven trades, right? For on trade deadline day for like six people we know. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. The you you guys better buff up on your AHL uh, players because that's all it's gonna work. The the sad part about this is we can't have like an OHL trade deadline where two players go for fifty five draft picks in the next so, ten years. I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say that the most traded player on trade deadline is future considerations. Oh sure. Oh sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I also don't most like how sought after it's player. Just... It's just been a. It's just been one of those years. There's not a lot of not a lot of notable talent that's that's on the trade block. The the, the few noteworthy ones that are, they they carry big contracts or full no movement clauses, and you got a whole bunch of teams that don't have a lot of cap space trying to make it work. So you know, it's actually crazy because we've been told how all year long that the cap's going up so much and people are going to spend. And well, spend it will. And spend and yeah, next season. Yeah, this summer. <laughs> well, this summer. This season, the cap only went up. It stayed flat. Lyle, Lyle, have you got Lyle? Have you gotten this break? Lyle, have you gotten this breaking breaking news? Breaking news about Chris Tanev. Breaking news. Hold on a second. You better hurry up, Johnny. Find it quick. Thank you. You're the man. I was already on it. My man. Love you. According to Pierre Lebrun, Chris Tanev is now a Dallas star for Chris Tanev. Chris Tanev and a. and is going, <laughs> coming back from Dallas. Second, easy, buddy. Bless you, Mark's. He's, he's still choked up about it. <laughs> Mark that on that, actually, yeah. wow. tonight. So, Tanev to, Tanev to Dallas. Dallas sending back a second rounder, a conditional third rounder, and defensive prospect Artem Gushkinov, according to LeBron. The first, the first domino drops. Well, this means you're fucking, like, that gives you another 30 minutes to get into Finland's third goaltender depth. Oh, God, yeah. For this Four well, Nations I'm Cup. Did, I'm, I'm glad they did this uh, tonight, so that gives me time to uh, just do a, a quick tweak uh, tomorrow of my uh, my uh, trade. I already had an article that said Bruins, Stars, Leafs, links to Flames defensemen. Yeah. As <laughs> NHL trade deadline nears. There you go. So I was laughing because Lyle, like, less than 10 minutes ago was like, oh, yeah, all these guys are going to be available at the deadline. <laughs> I said it was possible that all those guys could be. I didn't say they would be. And then I was I in the middle of drinking, possible. and there it was. Ugh, most, of the, most of them could right. still be. Now, I say that now, and by this time next week, all of them will be traded. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there well, you go. They got a, yeah, they were, they were try, hoping to get a first-round pick. For for Tanev, but a second and a conditional third and a and a is he a prospect or a minor leaguer? Uh, it looks like a prospect is what they're saying. Okay, then that that fits the bill of what so they he's want. Searching for gold. Yeah, exactly. So they get three they get three pieces. Uh, the second rounder is is obviously the uh, the best. Though mind you, though it's a second round pick of a team that's that's in the top ten of this year's uh, standings. Yeah, could be top five when it's over. So uh, Greshnikov is uh playing currently in Texas. Mm-hmm. 44 games so far this season, a goal and four assists. 
in his first full season. What uh, position does he play? Defense, please. Defense. Ah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, he played for the Hamilton Bulldogs in the OHL from twenty uh, from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty three, racking up twenty nine. What's this? Hang on. Uh, hang on here too. Uh, Three way okay. trade with a retained salary broker. Uh, so that's the Devils are involved in that that deal, which is probably Apparently. why the trade call still pending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they <laughs> so are the retaining Devils are money. getting Markstrom in this. No. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to New Jersey. Yeah. Oh my lord, that would be out. Oh my god, that would just be as as this trade just grows and grows and grows, right? I'm so available. Goes all the way to Sterling. Holy shit, how did that just be? Okay, so it started off just being Tanev going to Dallas for picks and stuff, but then we learned that New Jersey was into it. Okay, well, they just retained Salad a three way trade, but then (laughs) now somehow Darcy Kemper's in in the Devils. (laughs) Really weird. That was really fucked. 50 available. Because he's got th- he's got three years left at a shitty contract and he's a terrible and goalie. A no trade clause. Yeah, and a no yes. trade clause. Ten T. Yeah, there we are. Anyway, uh, New Jersey. That's a crime anymore. Devil reserve list guy Cole Brady is part of the deal, so they're hey. getting back fourth round pick. So that's what that is. Okay, hey. so that's Brady. Final yeah, trust that but guy. but now they've laid the groundwork to to be like, hey, how about Markstrom? Yeah, it's like okay, look, we we worked this you out. Scratch your back, you scratch ours. I could I could just hear Tom Fitzgerald right now going to go into Craig Conroy. Go wait a minute. Yeah, you said you wouldn't retain any salary on Markstrom, but you retain salary on Tanev. Come on, I just did you a solid here. Well, come on. I think I think I think it's also a matter of half a year versus two full. So that's probably a two. (laughs) Yeah, but he's he's trying right now. He's He's good. Just pulling strings. He's good for it. He's he's like, look, I I did you solid. Yes. I helped you out. You I, helped, I helped me you. out. I, I need a goalie. Help yeah. me help you. Come on. Who's your buddy? Who's your pal? <laughs> hey, uh, Lyle. Real... Your pal Fitzy. Come on. <laughs> uh, steering away from this, Lyle. What do you, yes. what do you know about? What do you know about minor league baseball? Uh, minor or, league or should baseball? I say college summer league baseball? Wow, even better. Oh. Uh, not a hell of a whole lot, right. I must confess. Well, I'm, I'll... A, I'm, a, I'm a major league baseball guy. I, I don't sure. pay much attention to the guys in the minors unless so, they're like a, a big name about right. to So summer league them. is for college college players. To, after their season, they go together. It's almost like a club team kind of thing. They play short season just to keep their reps going rather than going to like Puerto Rico or somewhere. Okay. There's a new team that's going to be happening down in, uh, I think it's Danville, Virginia. Okay. Um, oh, it's Virginia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even Danville, Illinois. Yeah. No, Danville, Connecticut. Uh, Danbury, Connecticut. You mean? Oh, that's that Danbury. Yeah, I think Danville's the other Danville's in Illinois. At least for my hockey, junior yeah. hockey. And eh, whatever, Dan, whatever. Dan. It's all uh, the same. So, so Lyle, there's a new team in Danville, mm-hmm. the Danville Dairy Daddies, and I want to know why is baseball so horny. <laughs> I mean, at least that they was my first. That, I, I'm true. sitting there and I'm looking at that and I'm going, "That cow's coming on to me." Here, here's the thing. Well, so but, here's also something funny. We finally figured out how a cow wears pants. Well, yes. no, no, we yeah. don't because this ain't a cow. A cow can't be a daddy. That's right. That's you gotta point. be. That's right. It's a. You're right. You're right. Cows cannot be daddies. So mm. if you're getting that's the cream, bowl. if you're getting the cream out of this one, that's some different kind of cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, milk the cows. Yeah. Uh, now, if we're talking, cow. you know, we gen- genders are fluid. 
Yeah, it's true. Fair enough. Fair so enough. Except, a cow can identify as a daddy if it wants to. But except among bovines. Yeah, but a pe- a penis <laughs> is unforgettable. Yeah. As I've been told by many as, a college. As, as you've been told. As I've been told by many a college. Yeah, I do college lady. <laughs> I just milked the cow. Well, that wasn't a cow. Well, all I know is a tappy. Exactly. The, uh, the belt buckle on that thing is fantastic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Mm, not no. down with you that. Can't Lyle? wait to see their hats. I. I mean, hey, not that. The, hey, not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying. There. It's just not, all right. So this not for me. Here, the the mascot right here that we are seeing, his name is Mick Creamy. Oh dear, that's unfortunate. <laughs> and their ballpark is going to be called the Field of Creams. Oh, that's, that's really amazing. unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. For if you know you, uh, what is unfortunate is his bat is looks a lot smaller than it should. Hey, listen, it's should. the pants, um, ladies. So hey, it's not the size of the bat; it's what you can do with it. So they will they will share they will share a stadium and uh, with the Danville Otterbots, which is exactly what you think it is. It's an otter, but it's also a mecca. So it's a mech otter, uh, and their size. So they share a team store, and the sizing is interesting. Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. A small is skim. A medium is 1%. A large is 2%. An extra large is whole. Mm. A 2XL is creamy. (laughs) And a 3XL is extra creamy. (laughs) So those are the size. (laughs) Okay, okay. I've got to say, whoever came up with this... They are either oblivious to the sexual innuendo nope. with all oh, no, they are diving. They are just yeah, they're just they are high. They are diving head first yeah. into the sexual. Well, they're, they're, they're not embracing it. They're they're doing a full cannonball into that. No, this is turned yeah. into Pornhub. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And every time, every time, every time one of the players comes to bat, Prince's cream is playing in the background. You no, know, oh, yeah. that, 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 no, no, that's or your walk up song for everybody. Prince's cream. That's your walk up to the kids these days aren't going to get that. Yeah, it's not for them. <laughs> it's true. So they will they will play alongside the Danville Otterbots, which is another fantastic but much less sexual name. Well, true. what do the Otterbots look like? Uh, Come on, let me see the mascot. Come on. Well, while while you're bringing that up, I mean this this has to be on the tail end of uh, the Savannah Bananas, right? Well, no, this is actually legit baseball. Well, no, this is a real. Well, I league. get it, I get it, but the Savannah Bananas are because they play a different, <laughs> literally, rule set for baseball. Oh, that's so good. There's the Otterbots. That, that is good. The <laughs> Otterbots. But okay, does it? Is it me or does it look somewhat Asian? Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that right. either. But does it look somewhat not, Asian? You're not okay. It not, looks more not, like he's judging us. You, that's kind of. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You both can be right. You both can be absolutely right on this. And it's judging us. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. But, but the outer the outer bots uh, have a sister team, and it's the Danville Dairy Daddies, uh, my, yes. uh, College League Baseball Super Horny, uh, super horny. for, yeah. and I and I hope they have. Uh, I gotta find. I gotta find the merch page. I gotta find this merch page, and see what the fuck is going on. Um, All right. While you do that, I'm going to bring us back please. to hockey for a second. Okay. Okay. Bye. Patrick Kane oh. scoring the overtime game winner oh, in fantastic. Chicago. Wow. Uh, can we just talk a sec about we're all Premier League fans, and we know that a player scoring a goal in his former team's arena or stadium 
they don't celebrate all that often. Mm. And he he didn't get like he he just went after it. And then after he realized that he was being a dick, he he like kind of was like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't think he was being a dick. Well, the fans, the fans, too, were helping out, too. Like the fans in in Chicago were like cheering for him. Oh, they love him. And for good reason. And, you know, the way he left was not something that was his fault. The team's rebuilding. He was in the final year of his contract. Off you go. You know? And they understand that. They don't begrudge him that, that he doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding team at this stage of his career, at this age and at this stage of his career, nor should he be. If he wants to go out and, and chase one more cup ring, he's earned that. You know? But the guy's beloved because he's one of the greatest players in franchise history, and he helped them win Stanley Cups, including scoring the cup-winning goal in 2010 to end that 60-some-odd-year drought or 50-some-odd-year drought, however long it was, 60-some-odd years. And, yeah, so I thought, first of all, I thought it was fantastic. Like, they put me in mind, honest to God, being the Hebs fan that I am, we're going into the way-back machine here to 1988. <laughs> when Guy Lafleur came back to the Montreal Forum for the first time as a New York Ranger and Mm. scored two goals against the Habs and the place went batshit the only time I ever saw fans in the Montreal Forum cheer an opposing player was 1975 and that was Vladislav Tretiak in the famous New Year's Eve game against the Canadians in the Red Army and they just went crazy. And when I was seeing that whole thing of Patrick Kane, that immediately flashed me back to the Guy Lafleur and returning to the Montreal Forum thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. When a player is beloved, they don't care. And he's coming back and playing again against you. The fans don't care. They're not going to boo him. They love this guy. They're going to cheer him every time he touches the puck. And if he scores, yeah, they're going to cheer. It's like, no disrespect to our own team. Of course, we're Blackhawks fans. We love our team. But Kaner's our boy. You know, he helped us win championships. He didn't want to leave. So, you know, things yeah. it, it was because the management was shitty. Not had nothing to do with him. So the only yeah. problem that I have with it is I would like to know the difference between his doctor and Nicholas Backstrom's doctor. <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. he has come back and been like, hey, look, I can play hockey again. And Nick yeah. Backstrom was like, yeah, I'm not sure about this. I think maybe Baxter, maybe Baxter's condition is worse though. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe in Kane's case, they caught it early enough, or maybe yeah. it wasn't quite as severe. But you're right though, Johnny. I mean, yeah, he's he just gets better. Well, he's on a nine game point streak right now. Yeah. So since coming back, I mean, it's not like great. they're different players. <clears throat> no, like no. Baxter and Kane kind of play the same type of game like they kind of yeah. skate the same way even yeah. really like they slow the game down they play the game at their own pace like it's not like it that much different but it's like night and day between the two of them when they came mm. back from hip resurfacing or i think that's yeah. what it was yeah. yes it was yeah i i just think it was it was just the back because Baxter, remember his had been bothering him for a lot longer Right. You know, like Keynes had lasted about a year, but I think they was saying that that Backstrom's went back to 2016 was when he first started experiencing pain there. So that's a, a hell of a lot longer. So yeah. I just yeah. wonder how many more goals Ovi would have. Right I know, now right? Backstrom was oh. playing. Well, with Backstrom playing, playing, with the COVID, helping. with the canceled year, with the half year, 
Yeah. We can go we, on. We wouldn't be talking about would he be passing Gretzky. It would be how long until he reaches 1,000 goals. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Backstrom just knew where to put the puck. And oh, yeah. he would just be like, goal. Here I am. You know, like, I mean, it was. Well, look at that goal two... in game five of the cup final where it just fed it through five for, yeah. for the entire Beautiful. Golden Knights because it was on a power play. All the Golden yep. Knights players and just boom, right into the wheelhouse. Yep. All right. Chemistry, man. So I found the hat. All right, first off, okay. I found a hat and I found a shirt. Here we go. This hat's fantastic. Mm. That's hat. actually beautiful. That's a beautiful oh, that's hat. That's a good now. That now, out of contact without the whole body thing, that doesn't look bad. <laughs> no, it's just a. That doesn't look bad. It's, it's, like a, it's just, just a seductive, seductive-looking cow. Looking cow. So are horns. are the horns telling me that it's it's a bull? A bull? I guess it's got to be your bull. It's though. your bull. <laughs> now, but here's the thing, this this is the shirt, and I hate that it's they only they it only comes in one color because I would get this. Um, that's a horny shirt. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, very much a horny that's a horny shirt. shirt. Oh, oh yeah, they've embraced this big time. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> big time. So that's get get oh. get milked. <laughs> nope. it'd, be, it'd been better if it was the full full body cow. That's um, not bad, right? The hat's not bad. No, the hat. I like the, the hat. The hat. I like the, oh, the pink go. hat. I think oh, there that, there it good. is. That's oh god. That's fucking. And it comes an extra creamy. Extra creamy. Comes an extra creamy baby. There you go. Sorry, I had to say, it comes in extra creamy. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I want the Daredevils extra creamy. Wait, so are they two different teams? So it's two Did different teams playing in two Otterbots. different. So the Otterbots play in the Appalachian League. The Dairy Daddies are going to play in the Old North State League. So okay, both college they, like, summer. Share a website, which yeah, is smart. They, they share the ownership. Old North State League. Yeah. They, they share ownership, management, <laughs> and a ballpark. That's smart. That, yeah. That's smart. That's one way to save money. That's Reduce, it. reuse, recycle. Take it two paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have this paycheck from the uh, the Danville Otterbots and also the Danville Dairy Daddies. Um, sir, please Ew. don't say it like that. <laughs> this is a Wells Fargo. Thank you very much. I think I'm going to get a hat. <laughs> Go get a hat. You got to get it on the Otterbots website. Get an Otterbots thing for the, while you're there. Get out of see that's look at that out about that's look a road that. hat. That was a see that is an awesome hat. Okay, I like that. That's aggressive right there. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Bots. <laughs> <laughs> Do like that baby blue one though. That baby blue one looks pretty slick too. Their home one. So I think the blue hat with the just the otter head is nice, and then the pink and white with the just the the cow head are nice. Cow head, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll get some cow. What? <laughs> Hello. Hey, oh. Yeah. Ah, seductive cow. Oh, you can get the cow. Oh, the cow pattern. Oh, there, there it is. is. There oh, it is. That is a cow box. That's extra creamy, right yeah, there. That is a cow box. <laughs> that is extra creamy. And the the triple D. Yep, that's that's what they're gonna Dan very dead. Triple D. Guy Fieri's oh, gonna throw out the first pitch. They should have the Autobots <laughs> logo on the cow hat. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. Guys, we had extra. We had a printing error. Uh, don't know what to do. So, uh, tell me. Tell me. There's a not. I hope there's. Oh, it's just. Oh, Scooter's the name of the mascot. But he's a regular otter. Why is he not an yeah. otter bot? Yeah. yeah, that's a. It's a shit plush right there. Yeah, right. Or does he turn into an I otter want a bot? robot plush? Is it? Is it like? Is it like a? Is it like a Power Rangers situation, where he has to morph into an otter bot? Hey, did you guys like Otter Pops as a kid? Anyway, uh, 
So, and you can get a picture of the field. Wait, what Look is that. that field? It's the it's the baseball field in which they play. The field of creams. The field of creams. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's numbered the yeah. four thirty four. That's signed by the guy who took the picture, Johnny. You're missing out on money, why, brother. Why can't I do dumb shit like no, this? No, no one's because you you're not. You no one's Hold saying on, you can't. Yeah, no one's stopping. Yeah, you, you're just kind of there. Dude, you can be making picture? bank. Yeah. Dude, I just if like you took a picture of the field of creams. People would buy it. <laughs> people will come. People, yeah. people will come. Yeah. Throwing out the first pitch. I think they're missing a, a gold mine right now. <laughs> Peter, they North, will come. They will Peter come. Peter North needs to be throwing out. They the play first in the pitch. old Peter North, the P- old Peter North State League. <laughs> Peter North State. <laughs> oh my. God, I was building up to that joke. No, so so and, and and just the eruption yeah, of it was great. It's a good thing you. It's a good thing you held it. That's a great release. <laughs> you don't want to go too quickly with a joke yeah. like that. No, yeah, you no. brought it right to the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think yeah. you know me? You think you know? Me. Oh wait, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my. Why can't hockey teams have these horny of names? That'd be fucking great. <laughs> Jesus, the Ice Hogs league. Any league with Lou Lamarillo yeah, and the Ice Hogs is the no fun horny. Yeah, the Ice Hogs are pretty horny, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and what league do they play in? Here's a hint, the, not the NHL. The AHL. <laughs> there you go. So I'm saying let minor league teams be horny. I'm fine with that. The Making well, Whoopi is the horniest team name we've had, and they got rid of that. Absolutely. That's true. I have a t-shirt yeah. up there somewhere. Yeah. Top 10 so, reasons you like Making found, Whoopi. You know, rest in peace, Iowa Chops. Yeah. The only team never named, named for meat. Uh, Sean Stasiak had it? Oh, anyway. <laughs> God, that's such a deep reference. Oh. Nobody's going to get that. Deep it's almost too bad that they're not around still, because then they, fans could chant meat forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Didn't he die? No, he's still alive. I think he, like, owns it. Oh, okay. he, he, like... No, but the team's not alive. Yeah. Oh, no, the Iowa Sean Stasiak. Sean Stasiak's still alive. Yeah. Meat and what was what was his tag team partner? Oh. He didn't have a tag team partner, but he was ma- managed by PMS, Pretty Mean Sisters, which was Jacqueline and Terry Reynolds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I think you're maybe thinking of Test and Albert, TNA. Yes. TNA. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. With yeah, uh, yeah. Trish Stratus as their manager. Yes. Back, IRS back, was back, also back good. WWE's uh, storylines were written by horny 12-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, by the I way, I was right, actually Horvitz thinking of McMahon. Mosh. What was Mosh and Thrashers. Yeah, Masha Thrasher, Thrasher, the headbangers. By the way, rest in peace, Virgil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Super mm-hmm. sky point to uh, to Virgil. Uh, also, Ole Anderson. Ole yeah. Anderson passed. Away. Oh. Yeah. And also, uh, King John. King John Which from one? Robin Hood Men in Tights passed away. Oh, oh yeah. Richard oh, Lewis. That's right. Yes. Richard Lewis. Yeah. He dared to King of Kill. Sheriff Nottingham. Deer. Wait. No, 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 no. 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 Sheriff Nottingham. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Still, nevertheless. Yeah. How about you tell me the bad news in a good way? <laughs> <laughs> and and tight, with the tight. horns. <laughs> uh, 
Lyle, anything else? Are we, we don't uh, get movies uh, like that anymore. Uh, did you guys mention real quick? You guys mentioned that uh, uh, the owner of the Winnipeg Jets needs a, a remedial course in, in marketing. Yeah. Yes. Because strong arming your fans into. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But we talked... what we did mention also is that the Atlanta Jets have a good ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just I just like the fact that that Mark Chipman one week says, look. We, you know, if you don't come and buy the tickets, we, 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 we can't make a go of this in the long term. And then Gary Bettman comes in the following week and goes, what I think Mark was trying to say is that he wants the team to be not just competitive. He wants the team to, to compete for the Stanley Cup. Let's just not be here. And I'm sitting here <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he's sitting right next to you. Right? Like, no, yes. that's not what he fucking said. Okay? That is the ultimate Uno reverse card when Atlanta <laughs> gets the Jets back. Fuck that. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, I will say I will say this. Uh, Gary Bettman will will uh, work hard to ensure that the Jets don't move because they're There's looking no to expand, baby. They're looking on it. They're looking to expand, baby. Two two billion dollars per team expansion fees. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want a, 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 a team to relocate into into Atlanta. No, Jesus, oh, no. I blame no. Vegas. <sighs> So $2 billion dollars, two billion dollars for a franchise in the for NHL, an NHL franchise. That's two insane. Billion. Hey, 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 Seattle paid a bill inflation. But do they have laser beams on their helmets on their freaking helmets? Yeah. <laughs> Inflation's ridiculous. All right. No, it's, no, it's uh, it, it has more to do with inf- it's not so much inflation. It's I, just, well, I is it is Ronick. He's good. Joke it's, about inflation, but like two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. For the thirty-third NHL franchise, yeah. when the salary cap is at is less than a hundred million dollars, and remember, get the and fuck remember, out of here. And remember, the expansion <laughs> fees are not considered part of hockey-related revenue, nope. so it does not go towards that's the salary business, that's cap. That's business-related revenue, baby. Profit for the thirty-two existing team, <laughs> right? Only. Which mm, means, which smart. means, because that tw- that two million do- or two billion dollars, yeah, with a B billion dollars it's gonna wind up raising ticket prices everywhere is it not no i don't know it might go down they're gonna no. lower ticket <laughs> they're prices not gonna lower oh, no, ticket they're just gonna pocket the money and run remember yes. ticket prices are based on what each market will bear it has nothing to do wow, real with bear? hockey related revenue Ooh, overall bears. Yes, bears. Big real, scary real bear. bear on bears ice. decide. Big scary bear. The Chicago Bears. Yes, they decide. Ah, bears. Them. But no, so. it's 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 each each market decides what their ticket prices are going to be. That's why ticket prices are dirt cheap in Arizona, and they're so fucking expensive in Toronto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I get I get that the market. So so for example, that. so for example, let's say they 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 expand to Houston, which is considered one of the. The, the cities that have an interest right off the bat. I mean, Houston's going to sit down and go, okay, how much do we think uh, fans are going to ha- hand over for this? Well, let's find out when we put out a season ticket call. Right. And that's going to determine. Go. Those are the people that are going to suffer the season ticket holders. Oh, Cause exactly. if you add what, what is a 30, what is a 33 team schedule going to look like? Oh, a dog's dinner. Yeah. Shit. Still gonna be 82, gonna see 82 so games. Many, there's so many teams are gonna be having four games and seven nights and five games and eight nights. It's gonna be sick. Mm-hmm. They're gonna see yeah. a lot more injuries. Gonna gonna, see, well, what's gonna happen? Uh, what's gonna happen is they'll end up having to to expand the schedule. 
It'll go from from 82 mm-hmm. games to 84, 86, whatever. Something. And the NHL be. already mm-hmm. has one of the longest schedules. Oh yeah. In professional sports. And it's going to get longer because at some point you've got to accommodate the wear and tear that you're going to have on your <clears> players. <throat> it's it's great to say yes, we're going to bring in more players. You know, have more te- you know two more teams, and yeah, we're, it brings in you know more players. So yes, more employment for everybody. It's like, yeah, but that's going to mean a lot of friggin' road games, a lot of travel, a very densely packed schedule. So they're going to have to spread it out. And that means maybe an 85 game schedule, whatever. And it's let's, gonna be let's something. not think the Olympics in that too. Oh my God. Oh boy. Oh, the Olympics. Oh geez. The NHL by, I believe by the end of this decade that the NHL will have 34 teams. And here's a hint. They're all going to be in the United States. Sorry, Quebec City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be um, southern um, United States teams. I think the four of us would agree that mm-hmm. expanding the game of hockey is a good thing, sure. but not at the expense of the professional, the, the, the premier professional league. I don't so think add- that expanding from 32 to 34 teams is going to improve the product. Yeah, so that was what I was going to say. Are there really 46 more players out there that would make NHL rosters currently? Well, fuck that. Double double that, double that, and bye-bye, too. Is there really 94 guys who could be professional hockey players who got to stock up an AHL team, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and remember, true. You're gonna have yeah. an exp- and remember, you're going to have an expansion draft as well, so you're going to be seeing teams <clears throat> pillaging, you know. Yep. All the other 32 clubs, and that means now they got to call up guys from their farm system who otherwise might not have been on the roster before, you know. So then you got to get two more AHL teams in some bumfuck places. Mm -hmm. That's good. I mean, look, on the one hand, hand, it's great for growing. Yes, the NHL revenue has grown significantly since Gary Bettman took over as commissioner over 30 years ago. But at some point, you really do have to wonder <clears throat> when this is going to start to become a real problem, where it starts watering down the talent pool, or where it becomes the point where, as I said before, you're going to start seeing a lot more, and you're already starting to see them. You know, we've been seeing them a lot, just even even just adding, you know, two more teams. I keep seeing it in my feed all the time, or on my website in the comments section all the time, whenever I post up the list there in my morning coffee headlines of, of notable players who got hurt. And you, I keep hearing the same theme from people all the time. Why are so many players getting hurt all the time? Well, Jesus, look at the schedule. A lot of these guys are playing four games in seven nights, five games in nine nights or eight nights, you know, and it's beating the shit out of them, you know. They get very little rest in between. And wear and tear, it's going to happen. That's why these guys, Jesus, by the time, you know, you get to the end of the, of the, of the, the Stanley Cup final, you know, the two teams, by the time they're done, when you see the like the Stanley Cup champions up on the podium there holding up the cup, Jesus Christ, they look like they came out of a fucking prisoner of war camp. Mm-hmm. You know, they are beat to shit. You know? Well, you always so, hear about like ten players that had that were playing through injuries. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That yeah. would have Broken sidelined leg. them during the regular season. And doesn't do them any favors over the long haul, which <clears> may explain why, you know. Nicholas Backstrom is no longer playing in the National Hockey League. It's that mindset of, you know, tape a, tape a, you know, tape a, a Tylenol to it and go out and play, yep. you know. Yep. So expansion is going to be like a huge pat on the back for the NHL. They're yep. going to make their money, whatever. Yep. But they're going to be the first candidates for some sort of contraction. They're going to the teams are going to have they're not going to be able to sustain this. 
Well, it's, it's, that's... it's not like the NFL <clears throat> or MLB <throat> that are just going to make money no matter what. The With NHL, the huge... if they expand to 34 teams, yep. they are going to have to come back to 32. They're going to be the first one to have to like take a professional team and just be like, sorry, it's gone now. Well, and this is part of the reason why when this whole thing came out <clears> that you talked about earlier with the Jets. Now, over the weekend, I reposted the piece that I wrote back in 2011 expressing my concerns of the long, for, the, for the Jets in the long term and all tied to them being in a small market. And I'm not going to go into the details of, of it, but it's there in my soapbox if you want to read it. But, you know, and those concerns are as valid now as they were then. And, you know... <clears throat> Their market is 800, 868,000 people in Winnipeg. The next smallest market in Canada is a three-way tie between Edmonton, Calgary, and surprise, surprise, Ottawa, the national capital region, 1.4 million per city. Mm-hmm. That shows you what they're up against. And that's why I'm worried about them, you know? And Jets fans who don't want to hear it, they think that I, oh, you hate the Winnipeg, which I don't. There's nothing to it. What I, I do. What I'm worried about, yeah, well, Johnny does, but yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he's an American. That's understandable. <clears throat> but, but, but that's why I'm worried about the Winnipeg Jets. I, when I, I think you know Mark Chipman making the comments he made last week. I don't think that was him being misunderstood. I think that's a legitimate. You know, he's sending up the he's sounding the alarm here is that, you know, our our corporate base is only 15 percent, whereas the other six Canadian teams, their corporate base for their ticket sales are between 45 and 85 percent. Okay, now I give the Jets fans all the credit in the world for carrying that team for the first 10 years. They had sellouts for 10 years because they had those fans. But since over the last two years, it's dropping. And part of the reason is big part of the reason is the cost of living. And for, for, for hockey fans, and then you can factor in the rising cost of attending a Jets game or an NHL game anywhere. I mean, shit. The NHL is still a gate-driven league, and that's gonna and that's that's gonna be a problem at some point. They don't have the big TV, the big broadcasting contracts that like you guys mentioned, the NFL and Major League Baseball and the NBA. They don't have that to draw on. They need full buildings every night or they're screwed. Yep. So yeah, I, to your point, Mark, I agree with you that you could get too big and then end up at the point of, oh, shit, there's a couple of markets here who aren't going to be able to keep up. Yeah, And then, then it, it's, not, it, oh, then it's not even a money issue. It's an embarrassment issue. It's a public <clears throat> image issue where, like, oh, a team had to go away, and then the general, like, not hockey fans are like, oh, this league's just done. Well, Mark, that's, that's why, why do you think the Jets are where they are? Remember, it was because Atlanta, their ownership said, we're done. We can't carry this anymore. And they couldn't find any investors to purchase the team and keep it in Atlanta. That's the, you know, I say this and Jets fans don't like hearing it, but it's the truth. The only reason your team, you have an NHL team is because Atlanta was going to fold unless they found a suitable place to move the club. And Winnipeg was the only place. If Quebec City had their arena in place by then, You'd be talking about the Quebec Nordiques and people in Winnipeg would be going, why can't we get a team back? Right. They were just mm-hmm. right place, right time. And again, bless them. They have supported that team the first 10 years. 
I even wrote about it after their first five years. How impressed I was that they, the fans were shelling out the money and coming out and supporting them. And I was like, well done. So far, so good. That's That was the title I wrote. So far, so good for the Winnipeg Jets. But I think this this what Shipman is saying is there's a real genuine concern. Now, if they can if they can get the fans to come back, but most importantly, if they can increase that corporate support, then okay, they should be fine. Because it's the corporate money that's that's the big thing. Without that, they'll be in big trouble. Right. Good luck getting that corporate corporate money out of people. Out of the corporates. That's gonna be good yeah. luck. All right. <clears throat> Let's play a game. Let's play a yes, game. Yes, please. Uh, and then we'll end this on a wonderful quote from the designer of the Dairy Daddy. Yes. <laughs> please do. <laughs> the Immaculate Grid starts hey, us off. Hey, the aforementioned Coy Coyotes, Devils, 50-plus assists of the season, Kings, Canucks, Predators. Johnny, kick us off. Um, Predators, Devils, Jason, or not. Beautiful. Yeah. There you go. Love Let's it. start this off well. Yeah, seven. Seven percent. Mark. Uh, Kings, 50-plus assists. Just give me Gretzky. Good. Yep. Boom. There's the slammer. Oh, look at that beautiful photo. 32%. Yeah, such great hair. <laughs> yeah. Lyle. Uh, okay. Give me Coyotes and Predators <clears throat> and Cliff Ronning. Ronning. Beautiful. Bing. Six percent. Bing, bing, bing. Back to Johnny. Mm. Um, Canucks 50, per 50 plus assists whichever Sedin was the passer <laughs> good luck on that brother I don't know I that think both of them probably yeah I think you're already in both of them there go ahead hey 40% love it hit it uh, Mark uh, Predators 50 assists uh, let's go Philip Forsberg. Think, yeah, because there's probably like two of them. No, like not he didn't. He didn't. Never got there. Huh? No. All right. Wow. Fuck that guy. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. All right. <laughs> Lyle. Yeah. What a shitty career. Um. He's okay. Uh. Uh. Devils and Canucks. Brendan Morrison. Oh, that's a that's a low key good one. A low key good one. Beautiful. Very 8%. underrated player for the Canucks. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, open bar for the rest of them. Mm. I got nothing mm. for the rest of these. I know this mm. one right here. Okay, do it. Kings and Coyotes. Oh, I got one. Jeremy Roenick. Oh, no, okay. never mind. Let's chalk. All right, Mark? Mm. No, I was going to say Simone Gagne, but he never played for the Devils. That is correct. He did not. That's correct. No, they didn't. Um, Yeah, he would have been Flyers and, and Kings. Yeah. yeah. Um... Jesus, I'm kind of intrigued yeah. by that Predators and 50-plus assists. I think um, the only one I can think of is Roman Yossi. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's him. Yep. Yeah, Jesus, 76 Oh, Jesus, super, super chalk. Because it's probably him and, like, maybe Shea Weber, and then that's it. Yeah. I was thinking David, uh, who was the Leg center one? that played there forever? Leg one? Leg one. Hmm. Hmm. We'll have to find maybe. out when it's done. Yeah. Two boxes um, left I with one I guess. I thought maybe uh, – anyway, don't matter. Let's try and get these ones sorted out here, yeah. Um, Canucks and Coyotes, I think – oh, Jesus. That's a rough one. Uh, yeah. They could go Canucks and old-time Winnipeg Jets, but I can't – oh, I can't think of anybody. Uh, oh, God. 
Did Anson Carter ever play for the Coyotes? No. Okay. Did Peter Scoodra ever play for the Coyotes? Hmm. I feel like a Boyd Gordon is going to fit there. That's <laughs> you know what? That's not that that might be good. That's not that's, bad. I think like that's actually manager. I like that one. That's not bad. Come I'll on. stand by you. No, damn it. Oh. Oh, dang it. Four okay, predators. Four. Fuck off. Who are the four? <laughs> Let's find out. Ah, I don't care. Uh, oh, Michael Granlin, no, Yossi, no David Leg one, Ryan Johansson, and Paul Korea twice. Yes. Paul wow. Korea. Uh, which one do we want to look at? Uh, Kings and the, or no, uh, uh Canucks and, and 76? Yeah. Jesus, 70, fuck. Jesus. All right, Who here we, we go. Got? Uh, Greg Adams, Dave Babbage, Keith Louis. Ballard, Chip Beagle. 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 That's Beagle. who I was Beagle. thinking of. Travis uh, Boyd. No, Travis Boyd. Boyd. <laughs> that was the Boyd you were thinking of. Good Lord. Oh, OEL. Oh, my God, of course. And Louis Erickson, too. Jovo, Jovo. Cop. Connor Garland. Fuck, he plays for them now. Yerky Lumi. Yerky Lumi. Nedved. Oh, Peter Nedved. Oh, now, yeah. Ronning would have went there, too. Sanderson. With, yeah. Jeff Sanderson. The other cousin. Brad Mike Sillinger. Oh, Mike Sillinger. Now I just feel stupid. Yeah. Jesus, so many of them. The Coyotes, though, were funny that way. They kind of Bob Asenza. God damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, oh man, that's one of Johnny's go-to. And Sean Burke, fuck. And Sean Burke. Yeah, that's my go-to. That's your that's go-to. Your go-to. And Suitcase Smith was in there. Shit, Jesus. God, Louis Domingue played one goddamn game. <laughs> but the Coyotes kind of do that to you, you know? Like you see them with with another team, and if it's not your team, then you you like, I don't know who the fuck played for that. Guy. Right, exactly. I don't know. The Coyotes. It, in like certain eras, could have just been wearing the NHL logo, and we right. would be fine. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Kings and and Devils. Yeah, who would have that? Who would have that? Little uh, who would have been? Who would have that been? Uh, I'm curious on that one. Kings and Devils, or yeah, Kings and Devils. Devils Fifty. It's real quick. I just want to. Is Jay Pandolfo on this list? For maybe. Sean Burke. Uh, Burke. Bo- uh, Brian Boyle. Boyle. Oh, Mike Camilleri. Sean Leahy's yelling at his screen. Oh my God! <laughs> Grandmama, Larry John. Uh, no, Larry John. That's Larry Johnston. Sorry. Uh, uh, Adam Marr, Willie uh, Mitchell, Willie Mitch, Yaroslav Nichols. Oh, Sean O'Donnell. Pony. We said Kovalchuk too, right? Kovalchuk yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Oleg Tavardovsky. Tyler Toffoli. Sean Burke. God damn it! What a dick. <laughs> It's the Sean Burke grid. He uh, all of I don't know if he could 50 assists in a season. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm, that'd but be one hell of a season. That'd be a hell of a goalie season. Yeah, but the other the other six grids, yeah. eh, they could have gotten. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's, well, let's we didn't start. have a very good warm up. That's for Puck sure. Duco, Flames, what? Flames, 50, 500 plus 500 pims. pims. Okay. Oilers, Caps, 40 goal season. <laughs> Uh, let's do the Flames and fl- I never saw two teams double on Flames, the same. baby. Wow. Double flames. Wow, double flames. It's gonna be heads, it's high. So get it let's get it high. Brought to you by In the Dome. Uh, I'm assuming it's a uh, Calgary Flames uh Probably fan sexual. site. Oh. <laughs> uh all right, uh Mark, you can start us off. Do you want flames right, or flames? Give me the first caps flames and give me a Chris Clark. Chris oh, there Clark. you are. Come on. Captain Come on. Chris Clark. Bing. On a three percent. Yes. yes. I don't have this only three percent when you got to name two people. Jo- <laughs> jo- Johnny, because it's th- it's three percent for that square. Oh man. Uh, 
Which um, one? Nazem Kadri. Which one? Oh, Jesus. Kadri never played for the Yeah, Oilers. Kadri never. Yeah, it's true. Oh, what am I? Am I thinking of the other? Uh, who's the other guy? The other asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the guy that played in Boston. Oh, oh Lucic. Uh, um, Milan Lucic. Yes. Yes. Which one? In there, first, right? first one or first, yes, first one does. or second one? I want to go to the second one. All right. Second one. There you yeah. go. Yeah, he absolutely goes in there. Good yeah, one. Good one. Good I was word. like, hold on. Eighteen percent in that. I would love to see the difference in squares for the Flames. Uh, all right, Lyle. Uh, okay. Uh, do you mind if I uh, do uh, Oilers and Flames to finish it off? Go ahead. Yes. Steve Stales. Hey, hey Steve. Steve! Hey, Steve! <laughs> Boom. Hit me! 2% on that boy. one. Uh, Capitals Calgary. Steve, say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mark... I'm pretty sure Caps in Calgary, Dennis, uh, what the fuck was Weidman. his last name? Yes, yeah. Weidman. Weidman. There you go. He was the guy that hit the referee. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Four oh, percent. Nice Look at work. That. Nice. I was I was going to say if you, if you did if nobody got that one I was going to go with Curtis Glenn Cross as well. Glenn yep. Cross would have worked there. Wow. But still, no, nothing wrong, with yeah. nothing wrong with Weidman. Nothing wrong with Weidman. Four percent. Nice Weidman. Yep. Uh, Johnny. Um. Caps and five hundred plus pims. And this is career, by the way. Yeah. That's yeah. His career, I so. feel like that's like a Dale Hunter. Um. You would be correct, sir. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Dale Hanna, 14%. Only 14%. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Lyle, to you. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Oilers, 500-plus career PIMS, and I'm going to go with Dave Semenko. Dave Semenko. 11, only 11%. Wow. Mm. Oh. Now we got 40 goal scores for the open bar. Flames, oh, flames, and 500 pims. All right. Theo Fleury for dealer's choice. All right. For which, yeah. yeah any, put anyone, it in any. Anyone, uh, yeah. Are you sure you don't want to put Theo Fleury in the Yeah, you want the, the second the penalty one? Minutes, in the penalty Se- minutes in the, in the 40 goals? Oh. I would. I would put Ovechkin in I that one. I would put there. Ovechkin in this one. No one's going to think Ovechkin for 500 pims. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Either way, okay. I'm fine putting Theo wherever you want to. Yeah, put Theo in whatever hole. <laughs> do we and have? You got all three to choose from. Well, do yeah. we have? Do we have Theo. faith? Here's the question: Do you have faith you can name more Flames forty goal scorers? Or yes. yeah, yes. Okay. Al McGinnis. Then we'll put. No, no. In a season. McGinnis. In a season. No, just again. All right. Where's? Not Mark Andre. Fuck! Fleury. I know. There we go. Theo Fleury. One percent. One percent. All right. Nice. So give me okay. two forty-plus goal scores in All a right, season. I'll give you one, please. Gary Roberts. Roberts. Gary. Hit and me. then 2%. give us again. All right. Chalk it up. That'll be chalk, but who cares? It's fine. We'll see. We'll see. It we'll compare. I was going to say Landon McDonald, but that's fine. We'll too. compare. Twenty-two percent. We'll compare and that's contrast. We'll compare and contrast stats. I mean, we were going. So high okay, anyway, and we all right, hold on. <laughs> Ovechkin was eleven percent. He was chalk with a forty goal score anyway. <laughs> oh, so fuck you, Scotty. Oh, take that. Weird. Well, we did flip heads. We were trying <laughs> to get the highest. That's true. I'm good with that. All right, so we got uh, twenty-three to nineteen, twenty-eight to twenty-seven, twenty-eight to twenty-two. Wow. So it's just all the same we person, really people good, in guys. different spots. Yeah. We did really good. Uh, and there's the uh, best game, the cheaters category. Right, exactly. Fucking right it is. 
no one put Jeffries in stop. Dean yeah. Evis Everson. Yeah, Dean, Dean Evanson. Evanson. No one's yeah. Yeah. Bobby Mike Dallas, Greer. get out of here. Get fuck the you. Get the fuck out of here. Anyone anyone's we want to look at? In particular? Uh, give me give me the forty and fifty pins. Forty and five hundred? Yeah. Obi Wow, of course. Chuck Messier. Chuck, yep, Messier. Shane. Shanahan, obviously. Ely. I was yeah. avoiding him. Really? Crosby. Crosby. Well, Crosby just longevity, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Matthew and Chuck already? Yeah. Very. Oh yeah. yeah he's oh, sure. Chuck's a shit disturber, man. Yeah. Malkin. Yeah. Wow. Wendell Clark. Clarky. Oh, the Rock. Yeah. Pretty much anybody who you know, scored. Yeah. 40 goals these that had hall- a career over these, 10 yeah. years. Yeah, most of these guys are Hall of Famers. So, yep. yeah. Sundin, Marlowe, yeah. Andrew Chuck. But you're right. Some of them, like Matt Sundin, that's like a long career. So, yeah, yeah you're, you're going to get. Yeah. Dan- Daniel yeah, Sundin. I mean, these guys are yeah. they're going to accumulate if, minutes. So. Yeah, if you, if you were like 15, yeah, 15 NHL seasons, more than likely, yeah, you'd. Yeah. Yeah. So, there we go. An interesting Jogo that we had there. That was. That was. But we did quite well on that. But guys. I like I like how each one <laughs> matched up against the other one. Perfect <laughs> I symmetry. Do appreciate, I, I appreciate how yes. How that's just like some people were like, no, put it in the second one. And it's just the same <laughs> that is really. Well hold on, let me see here. So we got Lucic, Mike Smith, James Neal. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lucic, Mike Smith, James. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It wouldn't sure. have mattered. Sure. All right. Oh yeah, Yager, Hathaway, Yager, Glenn Cross. Glenn Cross. Yager, Hathaway, Brower. Oh. Interessante. Ed Phil Housley. Yeah. And Matthew Phillips. Glenn Cross, five po- Glenn, Cl- Glenn Cross, 5.6%. Oh, Nylander, of course. Oh, of course. Simon. Tabby. Simon. The Hammer. Tabarachi. Pat Reagan. Pat Reagan. Yes, I remember. Rico, Rico Fada. Andrew Castle. Would have been on Bill the Oilers Clement. too. Bill Clement. Scott Hannon. Uh, Jeff Friesen. Brian Ingblom. And then all these guys that Alan, Alan May. I had no idea Alan May played for the Flames. Yeah. Lee Norwood. Ride right. Um, Rod Ceiling. Bob Paradise. Nope, never heard of him. I did. He's again early seventies guy. Gotcha. So, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known to pick him though. I wouldn't have known that he played for the. I mean, Flames it has to be the Capitals. same list. That would have been like Atlanta well, Flames, right? How great would it be if there was somebody on the first <laughs> list but not on the second? Well, I, I'm looking at it. Tom Chorsky, I don't think, was on that first list. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulling names out of a hat. All right. So the quote from the designer of this, so yes. the Danville Dairy Daddies. Danville Dairy Daddies. Who is Dan Simon of, Simon's, of, of Studio Simon. They were the firm responsible for the brand. His quote. And now, of course, the lead up from Chris Creamer, which is apropos name who runs the sports, sports oh, logos, sportslogos.net. The anthropomorphic bull character, whose name is McCreamy, is wearing classic blue jeans with a giant belt buckle and no shirt, showing off broad shoulders, six pack abs, and a come hither look meant to Wait, make the most make him the most popular <laughs> yep. animal on the farm. Come where? <laughs> you heard me. Uh, so Dan Simon says he's a bull. This is a dairy daddy. The whole concept centered around the word daddy. The point is he's a smooth bovine. You know he's your daddy. That's an exact quote from Dan Simon, who created this. That is beautiful. Oh my. That should be on the back of the that should be on the back of a t shirt. You know he's your daddy. You know he's your daddy. 
So, wow, we learned a lot today. Wow. Yes, we Thank sure God. did. I do appreciate how they went all in though with the uh, extra creamy and whole and oh yeah, one percent for the size, yeah. for the size charts. Absolutely, that's, that's just good stuff. That's embracing your brand. <sighs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, thanks again, Lyle. Love hey. it. And we will talk to you next week as we are that much closer to the uh, to the trade deadline. Indeed, we Hooray. are. And you could be no. over with it, and you're done with it, and the exciting myths of eight hours of nothing. All the scotch. All the scotch. And drink all the scotch <laughs> in the world, in my room. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. All right, Lyle. Talk to you next week, See guys. You, Take care. There you go. See you, Lyle. Lyle at Spectrosaki. On all social medias, Johnny P, give us a shout out. I give a shout out to uh, playing golf with Mark for the first hey. time in hey. what is it, 20, 25 or 30 years at this point. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Was the last time I played? When I mean, we it went... was high school at Shawnee for me. Or was it when I visited you in uh, college? Nope, we did not play at college. We did. I played at the Western Maryland course. At I point. was not there. Yes, you were. Are you sure? I'm positive. Well, Although that, that was the first time I played ago. right-handed. So it was my freshman year of high school, which means that we probably played again after that in Shawnee. Yeah, because you had a right-handed go- set of golf clubs in Shawnee. Yeah, and that was that was the time that you, me, and... Uh, oh, it was college when we played in Shawnee. It was college for me. That was yeah, the last time. Yeah, that was when I hit my three... Or nope. sorry, when I you hit, hit a seven uh, wood within up like seven three wood inches like, from the exactly. hole. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and that guy we were playing with was some random old guy that was like, "I'm a salt hole in one." Yeah. So shout out to that guy. I don't know what he. Well, he's. What he's I'm sure he's doing now. unfortunately dead by now. That yeah. was a long time ago. Why or maybe not. Maybe maybe he's listening. Maybe. Yeah, I hope so. Hope you're listening to the show. I hope he's listening. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I remember that. Um. <laughs> It was a wooden head too for Simmons Seven. I still Holy have it shit. in my bag. So I good. Still, oh no, I don't. Jimmy took it. I still have your escape. I have your fire escape in my bag. Oh, that thing's old. Yeah. God, I love that seven wood. I wish Shout Jimmy out to the fire escape. Getting rid of it. Got rid of it. Anyway, yeah. So I don't know what we were shouting out to, but yeah, but yeah. It was your shout outs. That's fine. Got to be your bull. Reminiscing. <laughs> Give a shout out to the Capitals being on a. Fucking game, so we can name people. It's good. All the people we know are the Capitals. And uh, after last week's hockeyness, I have no hockey this weekend. So, shout out to sitting in my house. There you go, Mark. I'm gonna give a diss to Providence, Rhode Island. As a whole, as a general, just the whole city. Hey, but shout out to your Adam Fox. Uh, shout out to playing golf once a year. That's that's <laughs> my cadence currently. Um, I played the weekend of July fourth. I want to say it was like July second or third last year. And then now, I'm playing technically in March. So maybe you know I have opportunities to play maybe a little bit more. Uh, this year, but we'll see. Um. But you know I'm I'm getting back into it. You know? Getting back into it. I know you're all very excited about my golf journey. 
He's gonna Plus play. the term getting back into it means you were into it at some That's point. True. That's true. Well, I worked at a driving range. I, I literally hit golf was, balls every single day when I worked at that goddamn driving range. Uh, it was only 25 years ago. In your <laughs> oh. And now that place Actually, is a 7-Eleven. Like 23 years ago? No, it is a 7-Eleven. You're right. <laughs> it is a, now a 7-Eleven. <laughs> but I used to actually be pretty good at golf. <laughs> when I used to hit balls every day. Right. But then I, you know, had kids and stopped being able to have expendable income. So <laughs> Yeah, and you were using your balls for other things. Uh, wow. You'd think so. Oh. Womp womp. That's it. <laughs> Shout out to the dairy daddies. Uh, there's that. Yeah, not much. Shout out to the uh, the to the Wilmer Scoot card coming in. Solid two dollar purchase. Take that all day in the day, and uh, that's about it. I got nothing else. You guys have a good week. For Johnny P, Mark with the CM, Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else. It's been the Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction Podcast Monsters. Uh, check us out on uh, any socials at FOHS Radio, and uh, all goodness there. You guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next time through. Until then, peace.